Warning, the information and opinions within are solely the views of the individuals involved contains content not suitable for anyone. Thank you for listening to or watching the Blockweb Beat podcast recorded on Tuesday, the 23rd of January, uh, just before 6 p.m. AEST. On this week's show, we unpack a week of retracement in the crypto markets, Spark re- returns to Upland, U.S. Senators target crypto's illicit use, a metaverse has morphed into physical nationhood, Elon Musk navigates AI funding, luxury leisure sector gets exclusive with NFT membership, and the latest title from Good Gaming promises to revolutionize the mobile gaming landscape with its Web3 infusion. And as always, we've got a few doses of reality to highlight from the meat Mitsudiverse. Let's start things off by taking a look at what's currently happening in some of the crypto market stats. Well, 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 this week in the crypto markets, we've seen a bit of a notable shift here, as indicated by the 7% decrease in the global market cap, now standing at $1.57 trillion. Interestingly, Bitcoin's grip on the market remains unchanged with a dominance of 49.8%, even as its price fell by 7.2% to just over 40,000 US dollars. Ethereum's followed suit, declining by 7.9% to 2,346. In terms of market sentiment, the fear and greed index has moved from greed to a more neutral stance, now at 49, down from last week's 61. This change seems to reflect a market that is a bit uncertain and searching for direction. Zooming in on the individual currencies that I cover, Solana and Avalanche have taken the brunt of the bearish impact with significant drops of 12.9% and 20.2% respectively. On the flip side, however, Tron's got a bit of a negligible gain there of 0.1%, which stands out amongst the sea of red. Moving on in blockchain and cryptocurrency news, this could potentially be a big one. US senators are stepping up to address crypto's dark side with the This is a mouthful, Preventing Illicit Finance Through Partnerships Act of 2024. Spearheaded by Senators Bill Haggerty and Cynthia Loomis, this bill introduced a pilot program fostering collaboration between law enforcement and crypto businesses to combat illicit finance in the digital asset space. Senator Loomis, while acknowledging the presence of bad actors, asserts that crypto itself isn't the issue. And the program, slated to run for five years, will be a 20-member coalition equally split between money services and cryptocurrencies, all voluntarily participating to provide insights into crypto's legitimate and illicit uses. This legislative effort arrives amid wider governmental scrutiny over cryptocurrencies' role in illegal activities, of course, marking our counterpoint to Senator Elizabeth Warren's more stringent proposals. Didn't she put the boot in recently? Anyhow, despite the concerns, recent data from China analysis suggests a decline in the proportion of crypto transactions linked to crime. The industry's self-policing policing, sorry, she, sorry, is showing efficacy with illicit activities constituting a mere 0.34% of total crypto transactions in 2023. And that's down quite significantly from where it was before. Um, so we'll have to keep an eye on that one. So, yeah, this new bill aims to refine this whole process, balancing, of course, the need for regulation with the support of crypto innovation. We'll have to wait and see if they can live together, cohabitate nicely together. In Upland news, Spark Week has returned to Upland this January, igniting new opportunities for players to construct, create, and level up within the Upland metaverse. The event kicked off on January 22nd and will run until January 29th, featuring a Spark sale starting on January 24th. Upland, of course, invites both veterans and newcomers to 
partake in Spark Week, a time for community growth, architectural creativity, and strategic advancement, perhaps. This event is not just about resource acquisition, though, but also about shaping the upland metaverse with one's own unique visions. Further to that point, this Spark Week is particularly interesting as it introduces the chance to build unique structures in select cities. Each city has a designated 24-hour window to begin construction, starting with Queens, followed by Dallas and Nashville. These unique structures are designed to leave a lasting impression on Upland's landscape. We've seen this already with, um, where did we see it? We see it in Miami and we've seen it again just recently in Tokyo. It's a bit of a debate in Upland General this morning, myself included, like, is this just pure FOMO-based? What's the real point of this without any sort of... Uh, dividend boost kickback. I don't know. Not really interested in this one myself, but if you are, get on in there and get involved. In the wider metaverse news, now this is kind of bizarre. This one I couldn't really believe the headline when I read it, but nevertheless, here we are. Liberland, or Liberland, however you want to say it, is apparently some kind of other metaverse platform that's out there, and it's charting an unconventional path from a digital nation. Uh, like a metaverse, as I said, into an actual country that's situated between Croatia and Serbia. It all started in the virtual realm where users could transact using crypto. They could own digital land and businesses. And now with the physical land claim since 2015, Liberland is constructing a real community. Very interesting. President uh, Jedlika, what a name, vision for Liberland is a haven of liberty boasting no taxes, no gun control, and using Bitcoin as its official currency. What could possibly go wrong? Anyhow, this micronation has faced a share of hurdles, including territorial disputes already and arrests. Wow. But progress is tangible. With a population goal of 1,000 by year-end, infrastructure is swiftly developing. Going to have a yacht house, a pub, and even a primary school are underway. Diplomacy is apparently key to Liberland's strategy. They are seeking global recognition while fostering relationship across continents. Over half a million people have applied for citizenship already, drawn by the promise of a libertarian lifestyle. Liberland, maybe that's how you say it, is also a testament to collaboration with design input from prestigious firms like Zaha Hadid Architects, contributing to its Web3 industry aspirations. As this seven-square-kilometre nation evolves, it's a live experiment in freedom, governance, and the potential of a society built on blockchain and cryptocurrency. How interesting is that? I wonder, maybe talk about the real node LA or nodes like that in Upland. You could have the real, real node LA. Interesting, interesting, interesting. All right, moving on to AI news for the week. Elon Musk's AI venture, XAI, very imaginatively named that one, is navigating the choppy waters of funding and valuation. Initially reported to have secured half a billion towards a bold one billion funding goal, Musk later countered the claims, adding a layer of intrigue to XA1's financial journey. Despite this, the ambition is clear. XA1 aims to stand shoulder to shoulder with AI giants like OpenAI and Google with a valuation target between 15 billion to 20 billion. Founded in March 2023, XAI's mission is to unlock the universe's mysteries using AI, positioning itself as a formidable player in the scientific AI arena. Its product, the Grok AI chatbot, integrates real-time data from X, formerly Twitter, of course, 
for its functionalities, offering it exclusively to X Premium Plus subscribers in its current early access stage. That's interesting. Further perks for going um, exclusive there over on X. While closely linked, XAI maintains its independence from X Corp with a hefty minimum investment threshold of $2 million from external investors. The company's journey is underpinned by Musk's vocal stance on AI's existential risks to humanity, echoing his ventures like Neuralink, which aims to bridge human and machine intelligence for a safer future in the AI-dominated landscape. Interesting, 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 as I said. Right, this is another good one. This one in NFT news, Street Park is revolutionizing the luxury travel and golf industry with its groundbreaking NFT-based membership program. This innovative offering grants VIP access to an extensive network of over 650 hotels and resorts and 50 prestigious golf courses spread across 65 countries, all accessible via an exclusive NFT-based membership card. This unique program is divided into three tiers, each promising a bespoke experience. The global membership priced at $1,700 and limited to 450 slots opens the door to Street Park's extensive international network. The charter membership with a $7,500 fee and only 50 slots not only includes all the benefits of the global tier, but also additional exclusive services and privileges. And at the pinnacle is the founder membership, a premium offering of, get your wallets out for this one, 50,000 US dollars, limited to 24 spots. This elite membership provides the luxury of ownership and the unique opportunity to invest in a villa at the Tuscany National Resort and Club. As the world of Web3 merges with luxury leisure, Street Park's NFT membership represents a secure and exclusive passport to unparalleled experiences tailored for discerning individuals who seek sophistication and the pleasure of the game. I think this is probably the very early signs of what's to come as far as these kind of membership perks. I think that's going to be one of the really interesting and kind of tangible cases for NFTs and whatnot. All right, moving on quickly in Web3 Gaming News. Well, we've got Good Gaming Inc. has announced its new game, Galactic Acres, which is going to be an innovative mobile game merging AI and Web3. It's launching on February the 16th, 2024, developed with, now I've got no idea how to say it, say the C-O-E-U-S, Coes Solutions. It offers engaging gameplay with an exclusive airdrop, uh, with exclusive airdrops, plural, my apologies, and community building initiatives. The game allows players full ownership of their in-game assets and the ability to trade on secondary markets. This presents a new revenue avenue for players, of course. Good gaming strategic approach includes diverse revenue streams like in-game purchases, advertising, blockchain transactions, and partnerships partnerships in the telecom industry. The game will be preloaded on phones through a partnership with ViaOne Services, boosting its reach. Galactic Acres marks Good Gaming's venture into AI-enhanced Web3 integrated mobile gaming, promising a transformative experience for players and investors. Mobile gaming, Web3, crypto, yes, I'm definitely going to be checking this out. Hopefully it works on my kind of brand-new iPhone. All right, and that's the kind of Web3 metaverse news. Let's move on to some Mitsudiverse news. Moving on to the Australian Mitsudiverse in Queensland, where I live, 
Severe storms have left thousands without power during a sweltering heat wave with temperatures soaring over 40 degrees. Meanwhile, old mate in Finsky in Finland, I believe, it, what are they, minus 50 or something through the week. Crazy, crazy stuff. And we've been surviving here in that heat wave with still no aircon after the previous storms ravaged the Gold Coast. Anyhow, over 41,000 properties have been affected with major power outages right across Brisbane and the Morton Bay area. And the bad news is that there's a whole bunch of potentially a lot worse weather on the way with the tropical cyclone currently brewing up north. Have to wait and see on that one. I've still got a Band-Aid on my roof from the last storms. Holy moly. All right, moving on to New Zealand meets Sudabas News. A scout hall in Dunedin's, in a Dunedin suburb was left trashed after a wild party involving about 100 drunk teenagers. The quiet neighbourhood known for its native bird sounds was disrupted when the intoxicated youths converged on an open invitation event at the scout hall. Senior Sergeant Anthony Bond reported massive alcohol consumption, in quotes, and the interior of the hall suffered significant damage. Not only that, police discovered a sledgehammer in the kitchen and had to disperse partygoers who struggled to leave the area. Um, one 16-year-old girl was arrested during the incident and later released to her mother. Long-term residents expressed their concerns, recalling past events involving intoxicated individuals on the building's roof and vandalism in the vicinity. Yikes. All right. And last but not least, moving on to the Japanese Meet Sudiverse News. In Tokyo's bustling Shibuya district, a distressing incident occurred at the iconic Hachiko Square, adjacent to the JR Shibuya station. On Sunday afternoon, police received a call about 3.20pm reporting that a man in his 20s had self-inflicted a stab wound to his thigh. The man used a folding knife to stab his right thigh in the vicinity of the famous Hachiko dog statue, which you might remember from some recent Upland events, and that is definitely a prominent, well-visited landmark in the area. He was quickly taken to the hospital for treatment where his injuries were determined to be non-life-threatening. So that's the beat for this blog web, block web week. That's a hard one to spit out. And a glimpse into some of what's currently making the news inside, around and outside of the metaverse, and in a uh, bit of a glimpse at some meat Sudiverse news as well. If you'd like to get involved in any of the Upland Down Under Metatainment Productions, or if you have an Upland NFT or Metaverse product, service, or event to promote, it's free. All you got to do is send me, Ben68, a DM, or get yourself into the NBA server which is linked in the description. Later.